listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 31. Okay, Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who was not encouraging when I was like, I need a special drink before I record this podcast. John Brownstone. That's right. You were not. No, I wasn't. Which then held me back, and so I didn't. Had you been enthusiastic, I'd have been all over it. But you were not, so I was I wouldn't have stopped you, but, you know, hey. I know, but you weren't encouraging. I need to be encouraged. Ah, Yeah, I need motivation. Mm. So now you know my Achilles heel. Yeah. If you don't motivate me to do a thing, I won't do a thing. I know. That only works on (laughs) things you don't want me to do. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) a big thanks to our kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash Lords for making this episode possible. This week, we're sharing a few tips to keep in mind if you're in a new power exchange relationship, and those tips have nothing to do with kink. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter, at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS in the number one, so it's at LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM. All links are in the show notes, and the show notes are found at LovingBDSM.net. So tips, we got them. We got thoughts and feels for this. It's just the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) Just the tip, please. No, that's that's not what this is about. Uh, (laughs) So I would say that most of the people who will need these tips are, I don't know that it's benefit most from them or just probably just need to hear it, are people who are in brand new power exchange relationships, haven't done this before. But I would say if you've been single for a while and you're getting back into the kinky dating game, these could be good reminders because it's easy to forget this when you're in the rush to be your kinky self in a power dynamic. So the first one is the one I hate the most. Yes, it is. That's your favorite word. Is the, my hated word. I don't like this one. I know. The, the tip is to be patient. <laughs> don't like it. No, no, you don't. You you struggled with that. I still lot. struggle with it. Yeah, you do. I better I used to be. Mm-hmm. It's because none of this stuff happens as fast as we want it to. True. Um, if you're going from a vanilla relationship into a power exchange, you've got a lot to sort of either unlearn or undo or, you know, um, figure out in a new way. If it's just a new relationship and you've got a laundry list of things you want to do, you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to do them all on the first day. It just doesn't work that way. Right. So, yeah, it's the worst word. You are a patient person, though. I'm a patient wolf. Okay. What the <laughs> hell does that mean? It means I will bide my time and spring when the t- strike when the time is right. Yeah, I know that. That is true. That's true. Mm-hmm. We're going to get away from tips and wolves for a while and get back yeah. to the, the topic at hand. Okay. The next one. Communicate constantly. Like constantly. Oh, yeah. Like there. Never enough. No. I, you can't overwhelm a partner well. in one conversation. Uh, ask me how I know. It may have happened <laughs> around here. But there is no such thing as too many conversations. There's no such thing as too many questions asked, too many, um, too much time spent thinking about mm-hmm. something. If it gets to the point of overwhelm and burnout, take a break from it. But that doesn't mean you just stop talking to a partner completely. It means you talk about something else. Um, and we have found that 
for us, it works best if we just weave communication naturally into all of our interactions. Mm -hmm. So some dynamics do better with very set, prescribed, specific times. They sit down to talk about sort of the state of their relationship. And we mm -hmm. do well when we set times if it's like a big topic or right. we want to reconnect. But in general, our style is to just sort of bring things up as they come up for us within the other mm -hmm. boundaries. We, we were a little more structured in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, when we first uh, brought our, our long distance relationship into real life, mm -hmm. uh, we did like a weekly check-in that yeah. we would go and, and sit, have a cup of coffee and, and talk about how things were doing. Yep, and I would say for all the communication you're doing now as a new relationship, Mm -hmm. The level of communication to me doesn't really drop off as you become more established. It just, I think, becomes a little bit less intense. It morphs, it changes. Yeah, it, yeah. And, and what you're ta communicating about changes. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, this new thing we're trying, how do you feel? Oh my gosh, is everything okay? It's more of a, what's the state of things for you this right. week, today, this month? What's, you know, it's it feels, for me at least, a lot more natural. Mm-hmm. The next tip, uh, when in doubt, ask. Yeah, don't don't leave things. It, it's very easy to let things spin up in your mind. You know, it's it's kind of like reading a book, and and you're reading the book, and the plot is moving such, and you're just like, if only these two people would talk. Yeah. You know, it it's that kind of thing. So you know, when you do that. Things can spin up in your mind, and it is easy to uh, kind of go to worst-case scenario mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it is always best to ask. And that is in a lot of situations. So, so if you find yourself making assumptions about what you think the other person is feeling or thinking or how they should behave and should especially is a good like word to watch out for mm -hmm. um, or they should just know or I shouldn't have to say anything. That is your very clear signal. It is time to speak up. So asking is I'm worried about that thing that is spinning up in my head. Let me just ask, mm -hmm. was that okay? Are we okay? Another way of asking is instead of assuming that your partner's good in a scene because they haven't safe worded, check in with them and ask how they're doing. Yeah. Um, when you don't know the answer or you don't know what your partner wants or expects, ask. Asking is one part of communication, um, but we, I think, kind of get it in our heads sometimes, and especially in new power exchanges, that we're somehow just supposed to know. A submissive is just supposed to know what their partner wants after five minutes of instruction. Nope. Well, that's bullshit. A dominant is just supposed to know what their submissive needs because they're supposed to read them. Could you learn how to read your partner's body language over time? Probably, many people do, but not everybody. But even then, you don't rely on that because you can You be can wrong. still get it wrong. So asking allows yourself to admit in a very open and honest way, I don't know everything and I'm relying on my partner of either side of the slash to share their thoughts and feelings and knowledge with me so we can learn and grow together and we don't both mutually fuck this up. Right. So when in doubt, just ask. Yep. Next. There is no right way to do DS. There are ways you see in porn. There are ways mm -hmm. you read in BDSM erotica. There are ways your friends do it. There are ways the people at the munch do it. There's ways the people you admire do it. 
that is their way. Is mm-hmm. it, be very careful if you're online or you're at, in your local community and somebody says there's the true way, the right way. No, what no. they're saying is this is the way I know how to do it and I like it and I think that's just right. the way it is. That's correct. The the right way is the way that is that it works for you and makes you happy. And your right way, air quote around that word, will adjust and shift and morph over time as you mm-hmm. learn more about yourself, about your partner, about your kinks, about your needs, about your wants, about what you don't like. And it will definitely change if you change partners. That's so true. be mindful of that mental space of I'm doing this wrong because it doesn't look like somebody else's DS or this guy I admire in the community says that the right way, the true way, a true dom does this. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and just like should is a red flag for assumptions you're making. Uh, true and right ways are red flags for a very uh, linear thinking that probably is not going to be a good fit for you and that you do not have to follow the one true way or one right <laughs> way. Bullshit. Final tip. This one actually ties to the very first tip. It does. It does. I I, and this is the one I think people uh, struggle with the most. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Move slowly. Oh, I know it's exciting. Once you're like in the, we're gonna do power exchange. We're gonna. I'm gonna be the best dom. I can be. I'm gonna be the best sub. I can be. This is gonna be amazing. I want to do it all. You have your list of things you want to do, and it's like the cartoon where the paper scroll unfurls and rolls for miles. Right. Yeah. And those. That's a list of every single solitary thing you'd ever like to do in your kink life ever. And you might be able to do that. Right. But and, there's nothing, it, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, but she ain't doing it on the first day, the first week, the first no. month, or the first year. One, one of the biggest things that I, I have found from people, especially when they are new to DS, is, you know, they they want to jump right in, both feet, mm-hmm. and and do it all. And then they end up very frustrated because it doesn't work. Or they're very overwhelmed because they can't keep up with all the things right. they want to Right, and I was going to say, that, that's what happens. In that case, then it becomes very overwhelming, and and you it's easy then to become discouraged. You know, start slowly. Start with one thing, one rule, one protocol. And, and once you have that flowing, then start adding new things. The same thing with scening. You know, I, I have seen some wonderfully elaborate scenes, and you know what? They are beautiful. I, I love them. And I have also seen the most simple scene where a, a fella just centrally flogged his partner. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the big elaborate scene, I can tell you, they didn't get there just meeting one another overnight no. they they played together for some time and i can guarantee you they built up to it and that's what you need to do take your time enjoy the ride exactly i enjoy mean enjoy yeah, the ride the thing about it and i know it's hokey for a lot of people it's very cringy and eye-roll worthy to say this is a journey but that's the best word I have found for it because there's no yeah. destination. There's no mm-hmm. level 100 and then you are the boss kinkster and that's as <laughs> high as you can go. Like it doesn't work that way. We're constantly learning new things about ourselves or our partners. There's new techniques and tools mm-hmm. and toys and scenes to try. There's always something new. So the list you're starting out with today, the ideal you have in your mind of what power exchange will look like, what kink will look like for you, you will 
you have the ability to get there. You may very well get to exactly what you picture, but there's no due date on that. There's no mm -hmm. deadline. And when you get there, what are you gonna do next is the question to ask yourself. So don't be in such a hurry to get to whatever you've got pictured in your mind when you are actually in your kink life, you may find that that picture in your mind isn't even all that interesting after a while right. because you discover mm -hmm. new things about yourself and your partner and you find new paths you wanna go down. So yep. don't be afraid to go slow. It's not a race. You're not competing with other kinksters. Mm -hmm. it, in general, the vast majority of us don't care where you're at in your BDSM experience. We're worried about our own BDSM experience. So. Nobody is going, oh, that person, they only know how to do that one kink. They are not gonna hit boss level in this game. Like it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no. So save yourself and your partner a lot of heartache and frustration. Ease into your kink or your power exchange slowly. Take mm -hmm. your time. Uh, this will be where you practice those communication skills and you get better at hearing each other and understanding each other and knowing what the other wants and what you respond to and what works for you and you'll learn more about yourself. And if you take your time over time, I think you'll have a more satisfying experience. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so that's it for us this week on uh, tips for uh, new kinksters. And yeah, like I said, they're not kinky, y'all. It's <laughs> life advice. Quite frankly, you could apply this to other parts of your life and true. the tips would still work. So hopefully this helps you. Uh, good luck to all our newer uh, relationships and kinkster friends out there. Pretty sure new relationship energy and sub frenzy and all the stuff has probably gotcha like in its teeth. And uh, some of that's kind of fun and that's okay. but but let a little bit of a calmer voice prevail in the, at least in the back of your mind. And I think mm -hmm. you'll have a better experience. There so, you go. Okay. Uh, we will be back with you on Friday for another longer episode and then back again next week for a mini-sode. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.